number 31 it's your boys little about a lot i was feeling that man just wanted that to play out just a little bit you can't rush you can't rush that groove that little that little stevie you know what i'm saying even though i wanted to start with a little something different but you know when black men are in their feelings who am i to judge another brother who in their feelings when, when brothers <laughs> nobody's in their feelings, in their feelings. <laughs> when brothers is in their feeling i i feel like you know you have to protect that and let that black man listen and speak how he needs to uh, resonate with the sounds of nature and love and music and so William over here that's was, crazy was feeling the Stevie that Wonder vibes so today so you know we may have to wrap our arms around him today I don't know cause he you know you don't play no Stevie Wonder unless you are trying to send somebody don't be using the show to send nobody to like, no. he's scared I might be in love now oh is it now <laughs> Gucci, you don't love me. We <laughs> said now. now. Hey, but it's another episode. We ready to crush this groove, this vibe. Thank you for continuing to rock with us. We hope episode number 30 um, you have listened to by now. If not, go back, check out that show and all the others, and it's helped get you through the week. That's what we try to do. We're trying to get you some of this holistic to help get you through the week, stop you from making a bad decision, make you to dive in to uh, culture a little bit more and all that other good stuff. Party Time Tone is in the building. What's good? TR is in the building. What's good? The man, the myth, the legend, Poppy Poultry. (laughs) (laughs) How's everyone doing? He said, how's everyone doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go by the name of the award-winning Dr. Albert Antonio Bailey Jr., a.k.a. Steal Your Auntie, is on the scene. Moneyback Mike is doing work, okay? We won't have any Moneyback Mike uh, stuff going on. But listen, the tutoring stuff is coming this week. People in Cincinnati and across the land, you will be able to see uh, a product. One thing about us, we don't want to put something out into the system unless we know that it looks good, feels good. And it's going to be impactful for our people. So that's what we want to make sure that we do in all things that we're giving you um, a, a, a worthy product. All right? Tom, how was your week? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. My week has been, Stop. been good. What's up? I need you to say, um, well, award-winning Dr. Albert <laughs> Bailey Jr. Well, we ain't about to start this off like this Mr. Right Still now. Your Auntie, uh, my week was good. You look like Mr. Still Your Uncle, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I got you. Oh, know, we want to bring it back. We can bring it back. Man, you the one being extra right now. Yeah. 
You can do that when you award winning. <laughs> <laughs> now go ahead. Nah, my week has been uh it's been good. I just been chilling and relaxing this week. Um getting work in, wrapping up this this uh stuff I got going on as far as the military and just cruising on through the summer. Getting ready, about to get my mind right to get back to next school year. So this week has been good. This I don't have any complaints. Did you have our? Did you get our permission to return to the classroom? Man, we'll, we'll take it. Take. How was your week? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's not William's turn yet. Tr. Oh my god. How was your week? Normal. <laughs> <laughs> he said normal. He said my week. He was, was going to short answer next. Normal. Nah, man. Nah. I had a good week though, man. Real chill, so. Nah, but uh, you you clowning today, man. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. That's you clowning today, award winning. Said on the I'm just like, no, I'm not. Uh, the artist known as so many different names. How are you doing today? How was your week? Uh, the week was cool, man. Very productive. Very, very, very productive, man. Um, personal training is going very, very well. Um, have shout, a couple shout of, out to Big John, man. Yeah, man, little brother, Big little John brother. stood. He out there doing his thing, AKA man. Mr. Michelin. I, I, I ain't mean to get on him though, but he he took nah, nah, shots nah, at nah, us. No, 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 he had that coming. <laughs> he had that coming. He definitely had that coming. He I took felt, shots I felt at us. Disrespected man. that he called me Kurt Franklin. Um, oh, <laughs> hey. he, said, he did. He did. He hey. took shots at the, nah. He the said, team. "Who was it, who was the three dudes that was on that picture?" It was Kurt Franklin, T.D. Jakes, T.D. Jakes, and was Fred. It? Fred <laughs> said that was us. I guess I'm Fred because he had the yeah. Detroit. I guess I'm T.D. Jakes. Man. Hey, that's a good lineup. If people want to make that comparison, I'm you know, really but his made, ass looked like Baloo. <laughs> but you know, it really made it bad when I looked at the picture that he posted to Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin had on sweatpants. But outside of that, though, now personal training going well. I get my samples for my. Uh, Samples, yeah, for my um clothing line, my sweatsuit, oh. for my sweatsuit workout line. Those are supposed to be coming in, in the next couple of weeks. Do we get weeks. some of these samples? Come on, man, you know, I take care of my I mean, I got to revive the community sample. I'm gonna take care Did of my family. Did you get one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got samples out here, man. Oh, uh, but no, I hey, who that. put you on, dog, to the personal fitness? Who, who put you on? Who's the plug? So the gym where I'm working yeah. out at? You, absolutely. Say you, award winning. I'm, I'm the last one that's going to say that. Nah, but, but that's what's up, man. But nah, uh, outside of that, you know, still working. Still got, you know, school, all that other stuff is still going on. So you back productive. You you went the whole year, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You was going the whole I thought you, so you didn't get a break. Mm-mm. Not work, but school for you. Right, no. Uh, me, me and TR need to see them grades. Or said he gonna bring Smitty. Yeah, we need to actually before the grade. We need to holler at his teacher and say, "What time did he walk into the classroom? Was he late on any evenings?" Hey, I've been early the last two uh, podcasts though. I've been the first one here the last two podcasts. About time, about time, bro. Just saying, thirty right. shows in took you, huh? Twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. You're absolutely correct. <coughs> well, can back. we can we celebrate my success and stop it'll bringing be, up it'll my go past back to normal. Yeah, yeah, look, it'll go back to normal. Back to normal. See, this is why black men don't express themselves. Oh, we're gonna dive into that today. Oh my god, <laughs> express yourself. So now my week was good. It was fine. Um, you know, trying to work from home certain days, and you got to do these zooms all hey, day. Let me ask you something. In the house and stuff. Do you feel like you're more productive at home working? No. <laughs> 
And the reason why I say that because <laughs> why that's funny. I thought reason, you would say the other thing. The reason why I say it, it it depends on the day. Like one day last week, I felt like I was in a groove, man. Like I accomplished so much than going to the office because, like, sometimes when I'm on campus and people know I'm up there, they be like, "Oh man!" Then you know, it turns into a day of reminiscing, and you don't get nothing accomplished. If it's a day I'm at home and everybody out the house doing what they were supposed to do, but no, it's two days this past week. I feel like I was working the midnight hour because I had to work, go drop somebody off, pick somebody up. I was on Zooms in my car driving to go drop somebody off to different practice and stuff. So it just it just give and take. But some days it, it go either way. But this past week, I feel like no. <laughs> Well, the next week is good. You know what I'm saying? It's hard carrying all these trophies. You know, God is good. <laughs> but I do it for my team. I'm like Drake. What Drake saying in his award speech? Um, I thank you all for being there with me and for me. You know, I share this champagne with you and you and you. What were the champagne? My number ones. Oh. <laughs> we can do that. I should have stole that case from Amber Party. <laughs> hey, rents. We got some rents. What's going on? Anybody got a rent? Are we all positive today? Today, I don't really have one, man. I ain't really had no. <clears throat> I haven't really turned on the TV this week or nothing, seen nothing. I, Me too. I just been, I've been mellow. Been mellow this week. Go ahead. We know you got something. <laughs> nah, I really ain't got no rent this week. I really don't. This week was good, man. I ain't got nothing to complain about except for parents that is allowing their kids to still well, be on social media. That's that's your uh that's your rant then. Oh yeah, you said be that? on social media? Yeah, man. I think I, I really think that like parents, we need to take a step back, man. Our kids don't need to be on social media until they turn eighteen, man. Our kids can't handle it. And I mean we done dive down this topic before, but I just keep seeing more and more, hearing more and more conversation. Like I, I just I got, realized I had these on wrong. Now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it now. So like I was, I was on my godson's uh, Instagram page, right? And this dude posted. <laughs> Give him a shout out. No, 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 no. He's a rapper. No, not him. Not him. Not him. Not him. Not, no, we're not <laughs> anyway, uh, I was on his uh, Instagram page, and he's and he made a post that said, "I'm not going out of town." With no chick unless I know I'm getting some action. <laughs> this guy is 14 years old. Wow. Man. Who's the source? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, when I was 14, that like going out of town, that, that wasn't even. When, when is he going out of town? <laughs> when is he going out of town? That, that's my, I mean, first of all, you know, they be on their purple, but it's just like they be receiving so many inf- so much from like different adults and th- different things like this. To the point where at fourteen they think that that's their life and that's how they're supposed so, to be living their life. So what's like, the what's the thing? So if you take social media away, you don't think he'll get it from somewhere else? I mean, but see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Even if say, because we didn't have social media and we get we still, but it, it wasn't as prevalent. Like, even when you was fourteen, I, well, let me not speak for you, but I know. But when I was fourteen. If I was going out of town, I wasn't thinking about no action at fourteen. Going out of town with me. Like, like that wasn't you it. Probably, at you more than likely was with your family. <laughs> family like, so that's what I'm saying. So if you're going out of town at 14, you're gonna be with your family. But to just make that post, this guy freaky, it, freaky deaky over yeah. there to the left. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm I gonna just, refrain from this. <laughs> 
But I just feel like certain certain things are like our kids are being exposed to too much, and that's why you know but they, I, they I, are the way that they are right now. I think if you take social media away, they still would be with the way the world is. I mean, yeah, and, and that's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting to. Like, even if I took social media away yeah. or if Al took social media away from his family or his kids, they're going to be in school with somebody else who have social but, media, so they're still going to yeah. be able to see but those I, things. I, I'm with you, though. I, I think you keep it away as long as you can. I think you do because... Uh, I think 18, man. <laughs> what the hell just happened? I can't even say what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> they just saw a lot of this sex appeal. Oh my god! 166 pounds now. I was 286. I'm 266. Congratulations, now. man. Thank you, man. Try and get to 250. But you just saw a little of this sexy pill, bro. A little of this gummy bear bouncing here and there and everywhere. High <laughs> adventures that we beyond compare. They are the gummy bear. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into it. But now nah, to, to piggyback on what you were saying, though, Tom, like, yeah, it's just like they're being exposed to too much. Like, and we, I just think as a culture, yeah. like, we got to keep our kids off of social media to eighteen. I'm with you, though. It's it's a lot. So of, if that's my rant. That I mean, if I need to have a rant, that'd be it. It's crazy seeing some of the young kids on social media that you don't been a teacher of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when, especially when they turn twenty one. 18, or they feel like they graduated now, they can send you a request and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> nah, yeah, see my, hey, accept my request. No, I'm good. I keep them on hold till like when I when I was in a classroom or a coaching. Like if they requested me to be my friend on social media, I will I will keep them there until I turn until they turn 18. Depends on depends on how fine their mama or their auntie is for them. If the mama's fine, they getting accepted. Tell your mama to call me. Help you get in college. I know. That's good. Yeah, so I ain't got nothing, nothing to do with nothing. He talk about those views are shared by Albert Bailey, uh, the award-winning Albert oh, Bailey. No, no. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm gonna pull somebody was in a meeting one day. They said, "When when I speak, I'm speaking for my whole team." <laughs> I was like, "No, the hell you ain't." <laughs> no, you're not. But the social media thing, and then we can go to whoever got a rant and dive in. We'll be do um even if you monitor it can be tricky because we all know how people can delete maneuver right have a page to the page right you know all that kind of stuff um i think you know for me we just have real open discussion dialogue and i'm like man don't let me don't let me find out what's going on from another source because if i find out from another source then, then that's the issues you should feel free to talk um, to one of us, right, or something like that. So you know, most of the time when it's when it's, when it's bad stuff, they do holler at us, let us know. But I just think the rise of social media, especially for kids at these young ages, man, it, it has them comparing themselves to people who already have made it. Like if I'm 15 and I'm looking on the and I can see the day to day lives of my favorite artists and my favorite athlete. And I'm only seeing the positives. I'm not seeing none of the negatives that they're going through. So I feel like I should be there. Grown, and they grown don't, people doing yeah. that. Hey, but, yeah. but you know what's crazy, though? <laughs> but so if grown people are doing that, imagine yeah. how the type of effect it's having on teenagers. So think about this. My kids, the twins, did not have an Instagram page to probably five, six months ago. And when they started filling out stuff for college recruiting, it was like it would not let them go to the next step unless they had an IG page and all this kind of stuff. So even with coaches now, you yeah. know, the list, 
Like I can right, show so you. So they got it. They got it. Yeah, yeah, I show you. The, I right. show that's you. True, that's like true. The, the emails come uh-huh. and it and it tells them what they need to do, who they need to follow, what so kind what of posts. Why they need like, to have an IG page? Like look at this. You know, it's right here. List of things Albert needs to do. So he needs to go find a coach wow. and follow each one of them coach, whether it's Twitter or right. IG. You got to make a post, this mm-hmm. and this and this. So I, want, why, you know, why I is feel that, you. Though? It's like the whole game to change now for recruiting and all that kind of stuff. Are they trying to look at your, your profile? Your, your profile. Yeah, they trying to check you out, see what you post, videos, oh, who wow. you following, all of all that, that type of stuff, stuff, man. Yeah. It comes crazy. back to hunt you. I know a couple young people you know, sure. that it really did come back to hunt them. Uh, how they was handling social media, and you're right. A lot of these kids they can't handle it. Some, a lot of them don't need it. Mm-hmm. Then you got different stuff now. It's like you know, even in schools for high school now, some of them these different sure. social media apps you need for different groups. Wow, I ain't think about that. Like think about Group Me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I just think I just think social media for our young kids is just extremely dangerous, man, because they're allowing so much availability to them, man. And as parents. It's, it's, it's strict as you think you may be, as much as you may monitor. You're not with them 24-7, so you don't know who they're messaging, who they are in constant communication with, what type of stuff they're into and they're showing, and this, this, that, and other. They yeah, can like, all get home and delete it before like, you get their like phone Al, every like, night. Like Al said, they got the, now you can make uh, conversations disappear and all kinds of yeah. stuff now. Yeah, so much, man. Yeah. That, I don't know it, about y'all, man. That... that <sighs> That don't make your anxiety go up. And I mean, it's scary. It's, it's scary definitely stuff. scary. Like when you just think about your day to day, like day to day people you interact with. This is that another. And life. then you got the whole different things too, man. I'm just glad we're, we're we're a little bit more connected to young people, but we even have to brush up on the lingo. Yeah. You got kids now; they don't even for their important conversations they use all emojis. Right. And so now you gotta you gotta process the different emojis now to even see. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and if you see uh uh you know too many smiley faces and the gas sign behind it, that I mean, means they, they want somebody to come through. Oh. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it's it's just oh I'm on my it's just so many different variables now to that whole to that whole field. Look at he went straight high. Yeah. But the high <laughs> is the gas station with the smoke behind it. Don't ask me how I know. <clears throat> That's wild. Mm. But yeah, I feel you, man. And then we got to say this to just make it fair. Well, it's not fair because parents and children are not on the same level. And that's part of the reason, too, with society that we got to get to. Parents, you're not, your, your child is not your equal, right? Okay, man, some of them. But you got some of these cases. <laughs> there's a lot of grown folks that don't know how to handle social media. Yeah, that's for sure. And the examples that they set. You know what I'm saying for 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 the kids. You know, it's some it's some grown folks that do more damage on social media, and then it's like, you know, your kid gonna see this one day for sure. Oh yeah, you know, and it, and some of that stuff, like just think of some of the things we've seen in the last decade that keep resurfacing. Y'all sisters, are you right? One day, north, southwest. Southwestern, they gonna grow up and see Mama, Mama Kim. <laughs> now that's for sure. That's why I'd be like, like certain things you don't have to hit send on, like certain pics, certain conversations, certain things that you may want to say. You don't have to hit send, man. Just like if you like it, you take a picture of yourself. You like how you look, this, this, that, and the other. And I know you want the attention from all the people that you say that you don't care about attention from. I want to see but it. Man. Send it. Don't tell. Just don't hit send. Send it. 
Because if it's too wild, if it's too wild, if it's too crazy, it's going to get sent all the way around. This, this, that, another. You never know when your kid get of age and they see their mama or they see their father looking like a fool. Like, Bruh. It's a, um, I had to reach out to her. I reached out to her dad. And the only reason why I did it because I, if she was on the other foot. I think I mentioned this before to y'all. Right. Uh, somebody was passing around the video. Yeah. My daughter and I was like, you know what? I can't not say something. Even though... You know, it's not my direct business. Um, if and, it, the shoes are the foot, and that's and that's so real, man. And like I had, I, to, I had to say something. And our kids, I mean, our adults have been exposed to stuff like that. You don't think a fourteen-year-old boy who just got a new from a girl ain't showing his friends and and and, and everybody to try to make himself seem cool and this, this, that, and the other, like, man, like that's the type of conversation that we that we have to have. And although. Picture mail ain't social media. It's still things that can get passed through social media. That's why I'm saying like, we have to we have to take a long hard look at the negative effects of social media for our young kids, man. Because, you know, if you're a 13 year old girl and for some reason you felt like it was acceptable for you to send your picture of a your picture half naked to another 13 year old boy. And then you thought it was a hundred, and this kid has now sent your picture around and made it through around the whole school and the whole city. Like, what type of damaging effect does now that have? Now we got depression the- and stress, and now I want to kill myself. Now I want to kill myself. Now I'm so embarrassed. This, this, that, and other. Like, it's real. So when we look at social media, it's like we didn't have to deal with that when we were in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like we weren't, we really wasn't deal with that. Maybe it was text messages that may got sent around, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a actual picture. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember we had a wild situation with on Snapchat. A kid was talking to, was messing with a little girl. This little girl wanted to go ahead and get him some fellatio. The other boys were salty that they weren't getting none, so they put her on Snapchat, and then the thing got blown up around the school, and everybody got expelled. Gotta be on them. Now let me ask you this. I mean, I've dealt with this before. Never mind. We 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 gonna move on. We come back because I don't want to sit here and talk about that. Okay, but I want to bring something to the table, and we don't have to. We don't have to stay on this too long. We can, you know, pull up, park for a second, and then we can keep driving. To, the, to our next destination. But in talking to uh, some young brothers, you know, when I was on college campus this last weekend, and they were talking about life and, and, and love and, and relationships, not just with another woman or a man or whatever, but even friendships and family. Uh, we, we, we hear this term a lot, and we speak for from uh, protecting black women. But and I don't want to speak from that. Angle today. I want us to speak from um, from your own personal experiences. When you feel hurt, damaged, or like your life could be teetering, what do what what or how or who do you feel like protect you as a black man? Um, what what like if you going through something? How can we better help each other out? As black men. Right. Um, and you say saying speaking from our, experience, our own experience? Speaking from your own experience or what you help do 
for another black man. Because we hear a lot of time protect oh. black women at all costs and this and that. And I don't want to speak negative of that. But I'm saying from our perspective, too, we got to be protected as well. Because the protector has to have some security himself. Well, for me, uh, I got I can give you an example. Uh, a friend of mine called me yesterday. He was having a tough time. He texted me and said, you know, send a prayer up for me. Um, I'm going to do some things. So I stopped what I was doing and I called him. And I just listened to him. And we talked. After I listened to him, I kind of gave him some, some, uh, some of my views on the things that was going on, and uh, gave him some some help. And uh, he just said, "Man, I appreciate you just listening to me and calling me. He's like that helped. Like I'm, I'm I feel better now. And sometimes I just think we just need to sit back and listen to people, and not even give our." Not give our advice or or uh, what's the other word opinion. I'm looking for opinion until you until hear the whole thing out. Yeah, yeah, hear them out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and try to get all the pieces. But then sometimes you don't even need to give an opinion. You just need to be there in that moment. You know, so I think, <clears throat> and then not talking about your yourself, bringing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just make it about them. Don't make it about you. Um, me personally, first thing first, I feel like one thing we should do as men is not be little men who who may ask or may need that help or may need that um assistance in that time of dealing with their feelings. Um, you know, we always as men we. I mean, as men, we're always going to find certain things funny. It's just in our immature nature at times, but. We have to provide a space and a lane that if a man is going through something, not always thinking that he's weak or corny or anything like that. Same with women, too. Like, like allow, allowing men to express themselves and not deeming them as weak when they're trying to get something off their chest. Because usually if you give the man, usually if you give a man an opportunity to truly express himself, to get his feelings off his chest, it keeps him from making horrible decisions. It keeps him from keeping things inside and and doing something to cover that 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 hurt or that negative feelings up by doing something else. If that's messing with different women, if that's going to drugs or alcohol, anything to cope with what they're going through. So it's that. And I think another thing is is for men to be able to give me an honest opinion without trying to not honest opinion, but giving them honest um talk and honest feedback without um without making them feel bad about it. Like I had a, I have, I've had, <clears throat> in the past like three weeks, I have had so many real conversations with my friends and family and the males that are in my life, like real conversation from from marriage to, to love to finances to dealing with being hurt, um, death, like all of those real conversations is just like, like that does dope, and they all have like sim- like reached out or just felt compelled to just come and holler at me, and it's just like, and I always pray, like I pray every day to be able to help my friends, to 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 provide my friends with good counsel, being able to talk to them, or speak with them if they feel that they need to talk to me to that, you know, I'm going to talk to them, give them honest feedback, and be able to help and assist with anything that they need in their life, and it's just like, we have to be able to provide that honest talk. We have to be able to to speak from the heart and 
you know, you don't want to make it about you. But I think at times, you ha- in order to make them feel comfortable, you have to give them something about you so, so they can know the things that you are giving is real and you're not just telling them things or you're just not, it's just not coming from a made-up part of your head. Like, it's coming from a real place. Like, you may have went through it, you may have lived it, you may have heard it or witnessed it from a friend or from a family member. So it's just being able to allow people to express themselves without deeming them as weak. I think the number one issue with our, as men, is that we're very prideful and and, and our ego gets involved as well. So anytime that we try to reach out or anytime that we are, um, that we are sad, depressed, hurt, we feel in a certain way in our feelings and emotions and stuff like that. If we don't feel like we have no one to go to, or if we try to go to someone and then they don't provide us that energy that we need nine times out of 10, we go off and do something crazy and do something silly that we just did it just to cope with the hurt, with the hurt. So we just got to be able to provide that, that space for people. That space is important and it's critical. Um, sometimes that space has to be authentic. Authentic meaning that you sincerely, genuinely are willing to invest the time, the energy, and the resources to help someone prosper. And a lot of times for us, um, there's a lot of black men that are doing that, right? And they don't get the the credit. And, and when you're doing it from a sincere place, you really don't care about the credit. You know, but what happens is um, we have those in our community that always look to capitalize on everything. And capitalization does not always mean they are authentic, real, or sincere. Because you guys all know some 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 excellent black brothers that was having some programs doing stuff in Cincinnati. And you ever went to something, you're like, man, this is a real good idea. This is a real good project. But the turnout was horrible, right? But let the club promoter or let somebody that's doing it they got a whole different angle that's not being authentic with it, do it. Uh, every, it's going to have 100 shares, you know, 10,000 likes, everything like that. And I, I'm not trying to, trying to knock nobody's hustle or anything, but we have to get back to a place of uplifting and valuing those who are grinding and doing the work from a sincere place or a sincere mindset, especially as black men, from, from black doctors, um, black motivation speakers, black educators. We got to uplift black men in a way that shows our versatility, um, that shows our brilliancy, that shows our excellence, and shows that we are committed to each other. I honestly believe if more black men would be committed to aiding and supporting other black men, then a lot of the uh, systemic issues that we see plague our communities um, will help. Now, I'm not talking about systemic as far as why marriage is not lasting, a whole lot of other stuff. I mean, you can tie some of that stuff into it, but I'm saying from a holistic standpoint, if we get the brother-to-brother thing, you know, but then when we fall out, man, you ain't my brother, blah, blah, blah. We got to move past that. In education, you know what I'm saying? Outside of education, uh, re-entry, whatever the norm is, the church, whatever the norm is, when people that's under us can see us uh, put our grievances and differences to the side and say, yo, whatever is the best means for uplifting this brother, that's what I'm for. But, I mean, <clears throat> that means we got to change. And I agree with you, 1,000%. That just means that we have to change our mindset. We've always been taught if you're first, you're last. You need to be able to do this. You need to be able to do that. You have to be first or you got to be number one. 
and that has placed us at a, at a with a mindset of always being in competition. And even when we're helping, we're helping from a competitive point of view. So I can say, oh, I helped this person get on, right. or I did this, or I did that. Like one thing that I the one thing that I don't do is that I don't go around stating who I've helped. I don't go around saying giving my stats or anything like that because it's not important. Like we're put on this earth to help. We put on this earth to assist, to help. Some things that we go through, we're going through in order to be able to help someone else out so they don't have to go through those same things and make those same mistakes or those same trials and tribulations that we went through. And as men, we're always in that steady point, uh, that steady thing of competition because we're trying to be seen. We're trying to be the first. We're trying to make it seem like we have it all. And that just brings, I feel like that brings upon jealousy, that brings upon hate, that brings on envy. And when you're doing things for the wrong reason, even if you're blessed in a financial gain, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you're damaged. And after a while, that's going to catch up. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> My bad. Um, I just, man, I, I just think man, you guys pretty much touched on everything, but we in a time now where where it's hard to actually think about others mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of what, everything that's going on. You're trying to make sure you stable and you're trying to make sure your family or, you know, whatever it is. So the times make it hard too. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it does. Sometimes you... Um, have to be selfish. You have to pick and choose when you can be there for people. But man, it's it. The times make it tough right now to even, because I mean, it's not a lot of good people out there right now. There aren't. Um, not a lot of good genuine people, I should say. Uh, but, but I still, I'm still one of those people that's gonna be there for people. But. Um, Man, the times make it make it hard. Be, like I said, because you're trying to move through life, you're trying to build your stuff, you're trying to um, be safe. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I mean, we see it, we see it out there every day, man. Like just balance, just nobody, no matter where you are. Yeah. So, I mean, just the, the times that we live in make it hard to be there all the time for somebody. Um, but see. My bad. No, I was just about to say, but you know, for me, I try to be there, uh, but the it just right now these times that we living in, because it seems like, you know, we getting older, and you ain't trying to waste yeah waste the time that you have trying to help somebody that may yeah. not want it, appreciate it, or in mental health, it's this thing called the moment of clarity. We talked about this a long, long time ago. You can have all the assets, resources, and time, but that person got to have that moment of clarity, that aha, that epiphany, that, yo, right. I really do need the help. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and what I was going to say is that, but that, but, but that's part of the mindset that keeps people from wanting to reach out and talk because I know I even have done this. Like, if I'm going through something, I need to reach out, I need to talk, I tend to think about, and you know what, damn, man, he may be going through this. He may be going through that. I mean, let me sit here and just try to figure this out myself instead of being willing and being free to like, hey, man, I need to hit you up. I need to talk. So one thing that I try to do, no matter what I'm going through, and, you know, I have my I have my long time with my thoughts. Like it may be when I'm in the gym, in the shower, I may be riding a car. Like I do have time to like think, 
clear my mind, get my thoughts together, and this, this, that, another. But, like, if my friends or family or if anybody reach out to me, man, I try to provide that help, um, even if it's for five minutes, ten minutes, 40 seconds, however much that I can, because that may be what they needed from me at that time to help them get through or for them not to make a drastic decision that will change not only their lives, but their friends and their family. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, you need that time for yourself. You need that time, this, this, that, another. But I'm just saying you got to be careful with the energy that you bring into your life is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I'm definitely, I I definitely agree with that. And I think, it's, I I think everyone, not well, not everyone. I just know of myself. Like, I'm cognizant of the people that I c- converse with, like, or the people that I'm around. Like, I always have felt like I'm a good judge of character. Like, I've never cared about how cool or how popular you are. You know, how many girls you got, this, this, that, another. Like, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna rock what you call you, kick it with you every day, because I'm not trying to live my life off of your popularity. Like. Just because you can make make me seem or deem more cooler by standing next to you, that's not what I mean. Because you may be having all that, but then the, your energy gives off. Uh, oh, nah, this dude's a snake. Or nah, I can't rock with dude. He's a <laughs> he's a rat. Like those type of things. I always felt like I was a good judge of character. And when stuff, and the crazy thing is when things happen to people and things pop up and this person or this thing happened, like my homeboys, it hit me up like, bro, you called it. I was like, yeah, that's why I rock with them like that. You know, I give people the head nod and keep moving. But it's all about, like, good people, like the good people that I'm surrounding myself with, that I pray for. I pray that God surrounds me with good people. Um, that really means me well. If they hit me up, I'm going to try to give I, as much time as I can. I think uh, what's missing, really, is that brotherhood. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, I have that. With you guys, I have that with other people, but man, I some of the guys I talk to, like, that's not like mm-hmm. close, just like just in passing, like, and you ask them like, what happened to so and so? Like y'all, y'all still cool? And it's like, nah. And they falling out over goofy stuff. <laughs> it's like it's it's not even worth falling out over when they tell you like, and I just look like y'all fell out over that. Y'all couldn't talk. Because people don't know, like, one thing, and I, and I stated this last week in my rant, one thing our culture is lack, we do not know how to have positive communication. Like, I see it I see it, and I hear it all the time. Like, people speak from a pride and an ego standpoint instead of just saying exactly what's like. Like, say if somebody, if, if a man and a woman are together, whatever, whatever, and Shorty might be out late, or dude, old boy might be out late. You know what I'm saying? Shorty might tell us, like, dang, you still out with your friends, this, this, that, another. I guess you ain't coming home, whatever, whatever. And it could be vice versa. Instead of just texting old boy or texting old girl, hey, babe, dang, can you you come home? I miss you. I want to be under you right now. Like, that changes the whole dynamic. It's just positive communication. So if me and Tony is beefing, instead of being like, you know what, F, F you, this, this, that, another, be like, hey, bro, like, why did this happen this way? Like, why did you why did you feel the need to come at me this way? Or right. what you said was like, that hurt my feelings, bro. Like, why did you say that? Right. Now we done took all of the anger and the negative emotions away. And now we can sit down and we can have a conversation. You might hit like, bro, because I heard this and or I took what you said that way. It'd be like, oh nah, bro, I didn't even mean it that way. Right. And now everything is fixed. But we don't know how to positive, we don't know how to be positive in our communication with each other. So that's why everything is blown up. Sometimes. 
when you when you fall out or have a disagreement yeah. with somebody that you really love, value, appreciate, it can be traumatic. Mm-hmm. And this is when we get into that whole people on the outside mm-hmm. devalue how you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's gonna and sometimes that takes time. You need some time in order to process how do you approach this person and how do you deal with internally that, yo, did this really happen? Yo, does this person, I thought we supposed to be better than this and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think sometimes what hurts going to have those meaningful conversations is that if you're the person that you feel like you have been hurt by somebody extremely comfortable, you know, your inner circle, it could be traumatic. It could yeah. be it could be traumatic as well when you're in a relationship and you feel like you have invested so much time and energy into somebody. Not the gifts, not the trips, not all that kind of stuff, but you have poured out and in some cases devalued yourself to put this other person on the platform. And it could be traumatic. And that's why I always say, you know, when you're in any kind of relationship with somebody, you have to let them know at the end of the day, I'm still going to do what I need to do to take me to the next level. Right. You know, and that may sound selfish, but life lends itself to be selfish. I think people, positive and negative. I think people need to, just need to have that understanding that other people. What I need from you. Other people have things going on because a lot of people. They don't. Well, a lot of people don't understand that. They just think you're supposed to be there at that. If they beck and call, like, hey, I need this. Okay, I got something going on. And then they want to be mad. And then you can be you can be there for them every time. And then the one time you say, I can't do it. They blame you for the, <laughs> the downfall. Oh and, and then sometimes you can be oh there. And you have been the only constant support. Right. And then they will turn around and say, it's because of you right. that I fit. Nah. Oh, man. Oh man, man, and that's man, something man, I man. had to stop letting people man, man, allow man. to put try to put a guilt trip oh, on yeah. me. And this is why I now process, analyze, and refer, even in, even in friendship or family stuff. Um, that immediate need, like you said, dude said, pray for you. Right. You didn't pray for him. You called him. Right. Because right then, the immediate need for you was this could be serious than what I think it is. Right. So let me check in. Right. And then you go through after that. So yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, time. It's, it's a. I mean, you want to, like I said, you want to help people. It, it's, it's not like you don't want to help and right. be there, but you know, you gotta know who you helping, know what what the situation is, and know what's what's going on. Because, um, like I said, you don't want to just be throwing your energy everywhere, man, or 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 absorbing right. that bad energy. And then we gotta know too is life. We're gonna care about some people more than they care about themselves. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. And when you do that, generally you understand that you're gonna get hurt. Right. At times. That's, yeah. That's and you but have to be willing to not change who you are, but you gotta find that that level of pocket of how much rope I mean not rope, that's bad. How much help do I give this yeah, person? And, but the, you know what without being overly invested. And you know what, that's always tough. And the reason why I say that that's always tough because you may be placed in that person's life for that reason. For that reason. Like, you may have to stick with that person that long in order to get them to realize certain things. Like, so, it's always funny and it's always fickle. Like, I know, I mean, I just think when, when, 
when you truly take the time out to work on you and to figure things out about yourself and then you really decide what type of adult and what type of person that you want to be. Like, once you get to the point where you see things from a you see things from a point of view that is outside of yourself and to the point where you truly starting to care, like you're giving up things that you may want to do in order to benefit someone else. And it may be some things that people may not even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once you get into that mindset, you start looking at a whole bunch of different things wrong. Like you look at like, I know I ain't going to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know that this could happen, whatever, whatever, but I ain't going to do that because that person don't deserve it. Like, that person don't even deserve to know what you are willing to do at this moment. At the end of the day, I'm not going to feed into that. I'm not going to 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 take certain advantages and certain things that could come my way if I know that it can cause harm and, and, and hurt to someone else. Like, and that's where I'm at. Like, even though it can benefit me, even though it can, can, can make me feel better and boost my ego and make me feel that way, this, that, and the other, like... I'm not gonna do it because at the end of the day in my psyche and my soul and when I'm in the when I'm in the car by myself or when I'm taking a shower or when I'm in prayer, like it's gonna hit me like, oh, I did this. Because I know in those moments now when I'm when I'm doing those things, like things that I've done wrong in the past, it hits me like, you did this, like, ugh. And you gotta count, you gotta live with it, but you don't have to continue to do those same things over and over again. So to go back to the original conversation, like that's how we got to be able to show love and show support to other men as men. Like we don't have to do everything just because we can. Like certain things we should just say no to because we know at the end of the day it's, it, can, it, it can possibly make the situation better. It can make the situation um, a positive. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to cause harm and, 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 and hatred and, 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 and evil and like evil thoughts, and even if it's not coming from malicious place, at the end of the day, it's still wrong. So you have to really be mindful of those things, man. That's good. That's good stuff. And as we talk about being mindful of what we need as as black men for each other, now this is when we you know intersect. We go around the room real quick, and if you got to add more to it, add more to it. From a uh, whole community standpoint as black men. A whole community or a... Not a whole. Oh, okay. Community is what? That's what I, that's what I Get heard. Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> hey, now nah, we was too serious. I had if to we had to prioritize a list. <laughs> and let's say if we had the delegation of black women down here with us right now. We had the leaders of the black women delegation. Tone, what would you say to them if they asked you the question... Okay, forget what we say on social media. We know we right sometimes. We know we wrong a lot of times. This and this and this and this. Tone, in 2021 right now, if you was the speaking voice for black men, what is it that you think that we need from our women, from our sisters? From our women? From our women, our sisters, for black women. What happened to the whole community? He started out by saying whole community now. It's just. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, I'm talking about the whole community is black men. Now, you, we, we, we have been picked to sit down and have a conversation with the delegation of black women in this country. What uh, we need from them? Go ahead, Tom. What do we need from them? <laughs> you are set up for this conversation. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, we talking about black men that's that's handling they that's trying to be. You know what I'm saying? However, you want to pay trick. How you ever? Because going around the question. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to get because framework for nah. Because we generalize everything too. So speak freely, my brother. I would say for me, it's understanding and and I mean understanding and knowing that we live in in a different time. I think honestly, I think that's something everybody needs to to uh, understand. I think what we, you, no <laughs> no no. I, I don't talk. think we've evolved with the times. No, no, what he just said. It's extremely critical and, and for any conversation yeah. that you have with people. <laughs> right. I don't think we Times is different. Time. I'm, I'm whether not, whether you're talking relationship, finances, the education. Is, the time is different. Times is different. I'm not laughing at y'all. I'm laughing at the fact that T.R. got frustrated and walked away. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why, because I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Go ahead. Times are... Uh, hey, man, can you move your feet? That's the second time yeah, this man, episode, out, bro. <laughs> nah, the times, I think times are different, and I think we need to evolve as a community. I don't think we evolve with the times. Like Evolve like how? Explain, please. Like just understanding like everything is different. Technology is different. Money is different. Um inflation is a thing now. You know what I'm saying? Like groceries are more money. Just every it's a lot of things that are different. Women are in different spaces now. Like they're and that's great. They've grown and they're they're getting these these great CEO jobs, CEO jobs and stuff like. Women are in different places, you know. So, the times the households are different now. It's not the same type of household. Religion is different now. A lot of people are doing different things as far as religion now. And I don't think we we've evolved with the times. Uh, I mean, just it's just a lot of the kids are different now, right? So the kids aren't afraid to express how they feel. They're not afraid to tell you, hey, man, I'm I feel, I'm gay. They're not because the times are different. You think about that, the time we was coming up and we was thinking like, man, that dude might be gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, and though. But, kids but they, handle it better they, than what we do, too. Right. They held yeah. it in, though. They held it in, and they, the times are just different, and I think as a – as a community, uh, as a black man, I just think women need to understand that too. And I'm not saying they don't. Although, I mean, like I said, it's not. I'm not general, generalizing because a lot of people do understand. But I think we just need to evolve and grow with the times that's changing. Do you think black love has evolved? In certain situations, yeah. In certain Wait, situations. Shoot, <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Mr. Love. No, no, I'm messing with you. I'm yeah, messing yeah, with you. I, <laughs> and when I break down um, black love, we... In certain aspects. Yeah, we have to compare what we know, what we grew up, you know, social, societal. Um, and all we seen was the the outside of it. It's all the outside. We, we didn't, didn't see that, that inner... The hard, the real hard. I mean, some of us probably. But. And I should phrase that. Let's not say, let's say black love and then love in general. Because I don't know if you guys have, have seen or watched the clip of Kim Kardashian and having that breakdown. I haven't seen and that. And you know, but you told me people about it. laughed. 
about Kanye for years. Kanye won't be able to handle when she blah, blah, blah. And you see Kanye is going about his business, right? Right. He put it out there. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, the one that, you know, I tried to say we need to be able to work this out. And, everything. and then they hear her, and, you know, you get that feel of some things for TV, and then you get that, that rawness feel. Like, oh, no, nah, she, she real about this. Yeah. She got some regrets and going she on. She said that she should, she wasn't there for him, right? Yeah, like exactly. she should have Like been. she should, like he deserved. Right. So to go back to your first question. She said like he deserved. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, <laughs> I'm packing. <laughs> so to your first question about what can women, like we were talking to the delegation of women. Well, first, and f- first things first, um, Not be so mean, not be so judgmental, not be so hypocritical. Um, when we're facing, when, when we're talking, when we're in conversation, when we're in dialogue. <clears throat> Reason why I say is that I don't know if we touched on this before, but if we have, you know, we repeat stuff, things happen. Toxic masculinity, right? Didn't we say stay away from that word today? I know we did, but I'm, ahead, give, me, give me context of this. So, toxic masculinity, right? Women have, for years, been saying guys need to be more open, be more um, cognizant of their feelings, express themselves, be willing to talk, and be willing to communicate. And now, since men have been more open, I mean, it's that way on, you know, television, it's that way in music, like, it's that way just period. Guys are being more open, they're talking, they're sharing their views about love, being in love, uh, what they go through, this, this, that, another. What it has done, and I don't care if people agree with this or not, but it, what it has done is that it calls for women to have to look at themselves and deal with certain things that they are doing wrong. And now the shift is, you know what, man, let's bring toxic masculinity back. I'm tired of hearing you men cry and all this other stuff. And it's like, hold up. At the end of the day, for a while, y'all been saying that y'all wanted to be more open. Express yourself, this, this, that, and the other. Go to counseling. Yeah, go to counseling. Go to therapy. Fix certain things. You got mama mama issues. Go and and take care of those mother issues that you have. So when, as men, once we do this, 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 that, and other, and we start to see certain things, and we bring it to your... And we, and we bring it to your doorstep like, no, shorty, look, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. And this what you're doing here has this type of effect on me. It's like, hold up, bro. We don't want that. You ain't doing nothing but crying. You complaining. You doing this and doing that. And it's like, whoa, I thought this is what you wanted. I thought you wanted us to be able to be able to talk and communicate and express ourselves and fix things. And it's then turned into the fact like things don't necessarily want to be fixed. You just want me to be perfect. And that's another thing, like, a lot of time I feel as women expect for us men to be perfect. Like, we have to be perfect in order to prove how much we love them and how much we care about them. Like, we are, like we ought, like we damn near have to be the perfect man. Like, we got to be able to be great in bed, bring a lot of money home, be able to fix things, <laughs> be very well educated. We got to be a little hood, but we got to be very articulate. Like we have to embody and, and, and we have to embody 90% of those things in order to prove our worth and our value. And it's got to like, be a Jedi Knight. For sure. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like as men, we love women so much that at times we try to be all of those things, even though it might cause us stress, this, this, that, another. Like, and we lose try yourself. To do and, and absolutely. In the process. And... As I'm saying this, it's 
women, we know as men, we don't do and handle everything the correct way. We know it's some dirtbag men out here. We know it's some dudes that don't have any real sense or value or know how to respect or treat or, or appreciate a woman. But on top of that, you have to give us a chance and an opportunity to, to learn those things because a lot of those things weren't learned to us. And at the end of the day, weren't taught to us. And at the end of the day, no, it's not right that those things weren't taught to us. But at the end of the day, if we are willing to learn and fix and, and do certain things in order to show our growth, then, yeah, give us a little time. And, no, I'm not meaning that if he punch you in, you in your face, give him time to not be a boxer. Like, no, shorty, like, nah. That's, that's, but if he's really trying to figure out, pay attention, do a little thing, do, do something, do some things in order to show you and to prove, to prove to you and to give you that reassurance, then give him that time to grow and to develop, and especially if you know that he's trying his best. Now, as it relates to love, I believe that we all say that things have, things have changed. You know what I'm saying? Times have changed. But at certain points, we have to go and look in the past and see what were the things that was working in the past and see if we can bring certain some of those things back or, or try so, to, so what so was, try to what tie was, them together. What, what do you think some of those things that was working? Because here's my thing. Every relationship don't need those things. You're right. Because every everybody, relationship is different. Every, yes. So what I, what I don't understand is... is why people look to other relationships when you are a totally different person than that person that's in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? So I think there needs to be, what do you want? I think we look at, not necessarily us, but right, I, know what you're saying. I think people look at other people and be like, oh man, I want that. But you don't know what they went through to get to that point. So do you, so can you ask? Can you ask what? Can you ask, can you look at somebody's relationship and be like... How you do that? Yeah, yeah of you course you can. Okay, yeah, Of ahead. course, Of course you can, but I'm saying everybody is just different. My relationship is, is different than um, other people's relationships, and they question me all the time, or they might question her, like, why are you doing it? Like, for example, going out of town by myself. I can do that with no hassles, and she can do the same thing. Why? Because I trust her. And then I know sometimes you need that time away just from everything. It ain't that you don't want to be around a person or you don't want to be around your family or nothing like that. It's just sometimes the weight of the world just weighs down on you. And yeah, you, you need that right. time to get away. But I, so many people are like, so many guys, she let you first off. <laughs> She's not go letting that pride, you. Go that pride. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not letting her either. I am. I know. We are considerate though. Yeah. Hey. You got something planned but, this but, week. But, but, but when people say stuff like that, they don't mean like you got to nah, get their permission. Nah, but man. what it is, some, it's just some like, of these, some of like these... they, but because like if I say like, dang, she let you go, it's like, knowing the fact that she let you go, it's like, she ain't give you no pushback. Y'all ain't had no discussion. Oh, yeah, surprise. Like, yeah, but some that's, cats, that's but some cats take it down. Or they'll ask me, like, you let her, like, bro, if she wanted to go and I said no and she still went, I, I still can't stop her from going. Right, you're not, you're not her father. Right, she's not your mother. Right, so so that's the that's what I'm saying. Will. No, you gotta have. Some, <laughs> some <laughs> hey, nah, 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 I know, nah. I know. I've heard all, stories bro. of cats. They they girl went out of town on the west coast, and they don't flew there thinking she was doing something, and she wasn't doing nothing. Why make? Why drive yourself crazy? Because if she was doing something, you wouldn't know anyway. 
Yeah, bro, because they had a four-hour head start. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm going to say this off of what Tone just said, <laughs> and somebody may get offended, directed to, um, you know, uh, Will. Oh, Love doesn't su- suffocate. You said it doesn't suffocate? Hold on, why did you direct this? I, no, I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> but Love, what, what Tone just said is the example. You got to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Love doesn't suffocate. You still got to have that. Yeah, yeah, you can't try to burn somebody's flame out, and you talking about you love them, but you don't trust them. Right. To the extent that they can't fully be out of your presence. And I'm going to say this. As, as, as black men, some of y'all, you know, run down on women that, you know, you got to think about this. You better off with her than without her. Because some oh, yeah. of these women take, take, take some stuff. From some of y'all cats, yeah, out man. Because for you to get a ticket and fly out to California, Bruh. time out. But that, that that also is reverse because some of these women need to realize. Well, the yeah, type but of yeah, that we they ain't reversed it. We we understand that, but we understand we hold we holding the man accountable right now. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. something that that's something that I will give all three of us credit. We definitely always hold men accountable. Nah, but, but I just wanted to make sure that we threw that out nah, there. Nah, nah, nah. Because now you sound like the women that's under them posts. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> well, well, Father's Day, I'm a single mother, so I'm the father too. Nah, bro, that's how you just sound just now. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> no, but but no, man. I, I, Go ahead. I, I think when you talk about raising the bar for love and relationships and all that kind of stuff, you can say it a million times and then people still will look to Facebook and the other people's relationship. You got to do what works best for you. But yes, it is important to draw some of those context clues or add some of these people, you know, yeah. sometimes how do you do it, stuff like this. But then on the flip coin, we got to understand too, when you go ask somebody how they did it, they not always going to go yeah. to the surface of the layer right. and let you know, you right. know, them 10 times she cheated on me, you know, blah, <laughs> right, blah, right, blah. Right, right. But, not, but, know. but see, but I think, I, I, but I think that's an issue. I, I truly believe that's the issue because if somebody's reaching out to you looking because if they're looking at your relationship and saying like how did it work this this that another I'm not saying that you have to give them the full extent of the story but you I feel like you should be able to tell them like nah we went through some tough times like so you talking a, about tell them the tough times not necessarily tell them the tough times but that's let what them he know, just said though but no let them you know you don't want to you don't want to sometimes put that other person yeah. no yeah no what I'm saying is that you have to let them relive know. that. That, that but, trauma. You, but you have to let them know that no, we have went through severe times. You might not want to get into those severe right. times oh, yeah, unless, sure. unless there's someone that you are totally open and close with. But, but I think I think we make I think sometimes we make relationships harder than what they are. Now relationships are relationships are tough. They are, but I think we make them harder than what they are though. Like if we just had took that time to get that full understanding though. It's just like life. You can make your life harder than what it is mm-hmm. because of the decisions that you make, you know. And to top it off, yeah, society adds on to that. But yes, but at times you can make life harder than what it is. I think sometimes we do. I mean, it takes time to figure it out. But once you figure it out, you know, then it's the, it's the aha moment. It's the aha moment. Like once you're able to figure out the relationship or anything like that. Or figure out love and figure out yourself, whatever. Like it's that aha moment that makes everything like. That's why we went through that. Right. Like that's why. That's why I'm here. Or dang, like 
that's why we had those issues. Like some, we just some, a lot of but times a lot, need that a lot of times moment. you need to look at yourself too. Like for sure, absolutely, yeah. you can't fix a relationship no matter if it's friendship you with your significant other. You got to, you have to look at yourself and not. And I think, and I think a, one of the biggest problems is that we have this mindset of, but you know what, this is how I am. Take it or leave it. Yeah, and you it's can't like, always nah, be like nah, that. You can't be like that. Yeah. Certain things about yourself you need to work on uh, uh, and, and develop. You can't, you can't be like that in life. You can't. Because you, 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 you don't do that. You you don't mm-hmm. do that when you calling in on that, that interview and you change that voice up <laughs> to a whole different, mm-hmm. different I, I, I think I think, though, overall, maybe no, but it, it's got to be a lay, layer. You got to have in relationships and even at work, you got to have you some non-negotiable. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to drink my wine. I'm going to listen to my no, R&B regardless. If I, if I ain't got no plate, so no. Uh, uh, there you go. go. I ain't got no plate. <laughs> but no, nah, but I, I just think, I just think like, but that's that mindset. Like, you know what? This how I am. Take me or leave me. And it's like, uh, yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. But at the end of the day, like, certain things about you, you need to, you should want to grow and develop and have someone tell you, be able to tell you about yourself and not you feel offended by it. Like, Let me get my doctor, I mean not doctor, uh, Kevin Samuel. Now, ladies, <laughs> sisters, you can't be out there now, oh, seven God. children, oh, four fathers, oh, my God. right? Oh, man. Living with your great auntie and talking about this hey. how I am, take me or leave me. Hey. From that post you posted yesterday, I'm uh I, I got I'm a red flag. Yeah, you a red flag. Man, this old oh, oh, <laughs> thank you for going there. Hey, Will, I'm a red flag. So I'm a bright red flag. So <laughs> my, my thing that I didn't get a chance because I didn't tell this, but I think too is uh I know some women that's really ran down on good dudes because they feel like they had to live their life vicariously through the dude because the dude was goal driven, goal oriented. And I'm just gonna say this. No matter whether you're the man or the woman in a relationship, have your goals, have your dreams, and you got to go after that. Don't feel like you ever got to put your life on the back burner for someone else. That's why sometimes that word compromise can become dangerous. I can't compromise with you on me reaching my full potential. That's I, I, that's a non-negotiable. Yeah. That's because you go around the mirror, go around a life one time. And I don't want to get old and miserable and say, man, I was overly invested in you. And I regret that I didn't travel. I regret I didn't go apply for this job. I regret I didn't do that. Okay. Especially if we can both motivate each other to move forward. So, my question. so sisters in your own right, go be great in your own lane. So my question to you is, who fought is that? Is that the is that the in, in your scenario is that the woman or is that the man? Because sometimes in certain situations, a lot of people, some people make adjustments and changes to their lives without the person that they're with even telling them that they have to. They're going off of assumption instead of sitting down and having that conversation. Like, listen, what is it that you may need from me? And that's how you can find out so, the non-negotiables. Or so I think it's it's the balance of power that's 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 in the relationship. And the different things of what you guys have been through and where do you see yourself going. Every advice ain't going to work for everybody, right? right? Every situation is not going to be um, everybody. And this is where we goes back to separation of how people let society plague into them, different things of that nature. Um, it's You got to have communication. And it has to make sense for everybody. But listen, if I say we moving, 
because I got this job and I know that you got a good job. It may be a thing. I may have to go. You may have to stay. And we have to work something out uh, because I can't turn down a great opportunity for me. And I don't want you to leave a great opportunity. And I know some people that got the wife is here. He there. They got the common ground of the weekend. They both make over so many money. The, the, and the woman, this is what the wife said, because the husband's going to turn down the job. And she said, we're at a point in our life, we're not leaving no money on the table. I'm in a, she said, I'm in Atlanta. You in Kansas City. We can meet in the middle. Or, we, you, you know, we can go somewhere else. Our Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because they only work two, Tuesday to Friday. Right. We, we want to just meet in Cali. We meet in Cali. Our kids is grown. So I think it's just whatever works for you. Nobody well, and had to that's what, shoot down and anything. And that's the thing that I was going back to. Every marriage, every relationship will be different. People will do different things. Some things people deem unusual. But, hey, that's them. It's working for them. So yeah. Hey, and when you're doing something and your friends or family member says it doesn't make sense to them, but it makes perfect good sense to you. Yeah, right. It's because they don't know how to think out the box. Right. Yeah, they exactly. become complacent. Or they're not in your they're not yeah. in your situation. And what does the Bible say about complacency? Woe unto those who are at ease and complacent in Zion. Right. That's it. Not that. that not that's not that's good oh. talk, man. That's not our time. Nah. We got time. Yeah. yeah. We got some time. You you want to dive into the Kim K conversation, or was that tied into what we just talked about? Uh, I, 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 it was. I want to hit it and quit it, <laughs> but real, <laughs> the real, irony. Real quick, it's a lot of people <laughs> that probably feel that way. That um, what did what's it? What's the quote I, saying? I know you said pride goes before the destruction, the fall, the fall, the fall of man. And when you listen to her, she said everything that Kanye needed from her, she could have did it, right? But because of her own platform. She won't let go. And Kanye wasn't saying stop doing what you're doing because some of these circles she got on because of him. Right. But he said, well, the thing was, you my wife. Right. Some of these places I'm going to, I, I would love for you to be on my side. Right. But I, and you said something yesterday, like uh, people probably shouldn't have been, been too hard on Kanye with some of the things because everybody just thought it was just Kanye fault. A lot of people, not everybody, without getting a, the information. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's a lesson learned. Get the information first. Also, pay attention to, to who you receive counsel from because I'm sure when anytime it's a turbulent situation within a relationship, marriage, whatever it may be, a lot of people don't give proper advice. A lot of people try to tell you how they would handle the situation rather than listening to your situation and trying to give you advice that may help your situation. I'm pretty sure it was a bunch of people that was in her ear saying, man, you need to leave him alone. He crazy. He this, he this, he that, he that. Uh, man, yeah. Uh, the media, everybody said, yeah, she's going to get tired of Kanye. This, this, that, another. And the whole time she started listening and then, you know, you know what? And Kanye was probably like, you know what? Come on, let's try to make this work. I can do this. Do da, 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 this. I need this from you. And she said, no, I'm done. This, this, that, nothing. And two months later, she's sitting there like. Bruh, she said, and then you say she felt like she was a failure because yes, she, this is her, her third, third failed marriage. She sat there, tears in her eyes, and said, he is 
absolute great father. He was absolutely great and loving to me. And I could not be the wife that he deserved. Those are her exact words. But but the thing is, is, is I wonder if he's still willing to work on it. I don't know because he may have because and my friend brought this out to me, man. She, was it because he she saw him with Candace Owens in that picture? It might be. <laughs> it, oh, man, nah. it might be. You know, you know. Candace Owens. That competition, that comp, that woman competition is uh that competitive fire in a woman. It, 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 it appears. Hey, that'll be a, a hell of a relationship. <laughs> but <laughs> Kanye going back to the south. But side no, but not. Nah, but you know what? It could be like Kanye could be the type of person like you know what. I gave, I gave, I tried, I tried, I fought, I fought. When he walk away, like, you know what? When I sign these papers or when we go public with this, I'm done. And she might have reached out to him. And she might be saying this to try to make him deem, to to, to guilt him back into it or to, to try to save face. But at the end of the day, he might just really, really be done at this point because as a man or as a person, when you look up and you say like, dang, I did all of this and I, and, and I didn't deserve. And like, you couldn't give me what I deserve. Like for what reason? Like, that's crazy. Like she said, he was a good father, great amazing man. Great to her. Like he, and, and he wiped her after she had the negative reputation. Like we know that that shouldn't d- 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 deter you, but for most men, Especially black men in our community, that's like, oh nah, bro. You, I know, oh everybody you done been with, like, and he's and hold on, and he still did that, and he still wiped her and and treated her right, and for her to feel as though he couldn't get the best version of her for him, that's a slap in the face. Let me ask y'all this question, and then we can move on. If y'all got a question y'all want to ask, or whatever y'all got, and if you don't feel comfortable asking this question. That's fine. We're not asking the question. You are. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable answering this question, is there anything in a relationship that you feel like the relationship cannot come back from? Physical if you, abuse. If, hey, I'm about to say my health. If you put my yeah. health in. Yeah. Physical abuse, uh, VD. Health. That's a. I mean, that's probably a big one. That's the biggest one for me. Uh, Cheating. You don't answer this one too? No. Cheating, especially with like who you cheated with, like that would be no way, something. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't knock off somebody that I thought was out, like was uh, oh, like so a brother. So let's say if you separated, but y- y'all say you separated, is that still considered yeah, cheating? Still, yeah, still. To me. No, oh, nah. Like if she go ahead and knock off uh, yeah. some some somebody new, nah. That's let's that's say not if cheating. you married but separated. That, nah, that's, to me that's not cheating. But if you what knock you off think? my cousin. <clears throat> I mean, if y'all yeah, we can't fix that. If y'all going through the <laughs> process of not being together, then it's not. Do you, do you feel like you need to know who the person was? That she cheated. I yeah. just need to. If, if she was honest, my phone. If she was, if that number is in my phone. <laughs> if she was honest enough to tell you, blah 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 happened. Do you I feel like you know. need to know the person's name? Mm-mm. It ain't gonna matter because I ain't gonna mess with her no more anyway. <laughs> so you done. Done. No. Cheating? Yeah. It could be worked out. It could be. Did it take place in Cincinnati? <laughs> at the brunch at Copa's? He fried. But no, nah, I mean that I think at times, I think at times that would you as a man, you gotta look and you gotta think about that. 
I just know, like I said, you put your hands on me, VD. Um, and if you had sex with somebody that I'm cool, like really, really cool with, a friend, like somebody that you see me talking, engaging with, like I can't, you can't come back for that because at that point, at that point, you're doing it for malicious reasons. Like you're doing, you're doing, you're doing that to hurt me. Like you're doing that to try to hurt me, and at that point, it's nah. I see, I see, I see what your true colors are. Because there are some things that you you willing to work past. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a successful marriage that ain't worked past. Yeah, man and woman, like us, women have done things that men have had to swallow their pride and, and and get over. The same way hey, with women. Speaking of that, I saw that chick, the girl Andrea, you was talking about in that movie, Family That Praise. <laughs> Last night, the worst. I had to turn it off. She was. She was terrible. Bro. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> she was the worst. Is this your first time watching it? Yeah, I had to turn it off because I was getting mad. And why do you only tag him and stuff when you post stuff like that? Because, because me and him like, had like, like, to talk about But it. we all had that conversation oh. the first time together. Uh, like, yeah. I, yeah, I just want to say, I feel a certain way when you well, do that. Oh, you, oh, you feel like she? <laughs> Glad you do. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Glad you feel but nah, right, like real, But real talk, though, like. She was terrible. But that would she really, that, like, that would make you not want to be married. She was terrible. And that then would, at the end. And the baby one his? Yeah. Oh, she was terrible. Bruh, that yeah. would make you not want to be married, man. <laughs> She was so terrible. Like, that would really make you want to be single for the rest of your life. She was so terrible. <laughs> nah, she was terrible, though. She was, though. I hate her. Like, <laughs> that made me not like Sanaa Lathan as a person, bro. <laughs> bro, it was, just, it was just acting, I bro. know, but she did it too well, bro. <laughs> just acting. Yeah, but Sanaa Lathan, after that, and, and Blair Underwood and had some roles. People really don't want to fool with. <laughs> People don't want to fool crazy. with. Oh, yeah, if you ain't never seen Blair Underwood in Asunder, <laughs> you ever saw that movie? No, I don't haven't. look that movie up. Sunder, the dude that played the father on um, Sister Sister, he wrote that movie. He mm. was fine. Okay. okay, ain't that the wife from Fresh? The uh, that's on Via. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Tim Reed, something Tim like that. Tim Reed. Yeah. That's that's funny. Anybody got some random questions? Anything they want to dive into? Another topic? Man, How about I, these I really... playoffs. <sighs> <laughs> I think I got I got the Nets and the uh, I got the Nets and the. Nuggets, man. In a championship? Yeah. Nuggets got Hooters from Phoenix. You got Denver beating Phoenix. Oh, well, dang. Phoenix look tough, though. Utah. But but Denver. No, I got Milwaukee and the Clippers. Oh, so you think the Clippers going to? Yeah, if the Clippers win this game, I got Milwaukee. Oh, they know if. Nah, they going to win. They up 13 with like a minute. Yeah, they about to win. Hey, hey, to you to you fake Laker fans. Talk to them. You fake Laker fans, not talk the real them. ones. Hey man, I told y'all. Hey, real Laker fans don't even cheer for the Lakers. <laughs> I told y'all <laughs> what was gonna happen. I told them. Oh, social media been crazy. It was people not wanting to talk on the phone to me. They called me when the heat got swept though. <laughs> called me up. Called them. They don't want to answer. Oh, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, hey, that, how's your day been going, man? That, that boy, that boy Devin Booker gave him gave him that work. For sure, gave him that work. He had forty seven. He gave him forty seven problems. He gave him forty seven. So yeah, I try to tell people like, man, they've been cruising through this season like they was just it was gonna be the easy easy for the taking. They need an AD. Nah, they need a a, a scoring guard. Is what they need. They don't have a, a scoring guard. Huh? You said what? 
I was about to say they shouldn't have got rid of their young talent, but they had to get rid of their young talent for AD. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I'm just happy to be a new champion. Like, everybody that's left in the playoffs haven't won a championship since 2011, which is the Mavericks. And then the rest, like, majority of them have never won a championship. So I think that's cool. Well, they ain't won one in a long time. Yeah. Like, the Sixers, I think, got, like, at least one, right? Yeah, they won in 83. Yeah. The Nets ain't got one. Uh, yeah, the Nets ain't got one. The Clippers don't have the one. The Bucks got some from way back in the day. Yeah, with uh, uh, Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson, and, and Kareem. Kareem, yeah, yeah that was like seventy-one. Well, Cinder. Well, Cinder. At the time, yeah. at the time, yeah. Then in the West is Utah. They, I don't think they Utah's have one. Utah's never won one. Denver ain't got one. Denver doesn't have one. I don't believe Phoenix, Phoenix have I one. I don't think Phoenix got one either. The Clippers don't have one either. Dang! So somebody out the West coming can can got a chance. Yeah. Unless Denver, Dallas. Denver don't got one. I don't believe so. I don't think they, might they have do. an ABA championship. Yeah. I don't know about an NBA one. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't, I, I'm almost 100 percent sure they don't have one. Hey, Dallas done, bro. Dallas, it's over for Dallas. Luca, Luca, the future though. Any travel plans this summer, gentlemen? Seattle and Portland for me. Man, I want to take. I want to take this Oakland trip, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it, man. I got a lot of stuff going on. Man. Nervous? Nah. Uh, I got people to let you in. I'm cool. I got people to let me in Oakland, too. I got big-time family out of Oakland. I got some people to get you access to certain neighborhoods. I, I got them, I got them too. Just don't drop my name out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit Seattle. Just I wear fitted collar shirts don't mean that. Seattle and Portland, <laughs> man. Um, that's all for now. I mean, I'm I'm headed some places. But suppose my homeboy, he want me to go somewhere for, for his birthday, but he, he ain't said nothing yet. I'm like, man. We should <laughs> take a trip. We should. We should take a trip. Well, we could gas up the pacer. Cold gas up the pacer. Dude, we ain't gonna take you nowhere where you need Smitty, bro. We got. We got to get the paperwork. Actually, though, we just had this conversation. You might need Smitty everywhere. This yeah, week. man, that's <laughs> crazy, bro. Like y'all, y'all, you thought when I said like, nah, I think I'm in for the summer. I highly yeah, doubt bro, that. I yeah, all right. It. I highly doubt that. All right, bro. Hey, tell me, he, he he ain't going. Hey, Smitty, Smitty, my, my office hey. hours are from four to eight. <laughs> Smitty in church now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy out here, man. It's too, it's too, too much. I think I'm gonna do Vegas twice. Vegas twice because in in the August, Vegas, uh, the weekend, the weekend, Usher, of, the week, Usher, Usher, and uh, yeah, the weekend of the fight is the same weekend WWE doing uh, SummerSlam out there. Which fight? Uh, who fight? Uh, Spence and Pacquiao. Spence, Pacquiao. So you, if you want to take me to that, you can. No, I'm, I'm not taking you anywhere. I get cute. So <laughs> sassy savage. I get cute. Uh, double S. I never snitch on your daddy. <laughs> what the fuck say? And then uh I may I'm trying to find a camp. You the you the type that wake up and say, Good morning, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> you want them burnt? Hey. Uh you know, no, I, may, I may go to North Carolina. <laughs> if we get this money right, Aaliyah got invited to go to Duke. Oh, okay. For uh a lacrosse camp, so Oh, you want to, you want me to ride with you in North Carolina? Nah, that's over. So, that's over four hours. Never mind. So we may just got to, you know, what I'm saying, but we could map it out. You know, what I'm saying North Carolina do got some beaches. There's some other stuff there. Then you know, drive to uh, North Carolina Auntie yeah. and ask them, do they know Will? <laughs> See what the streets tell me. Yeah. Well, Greensboro. You going to check your receipts? You in Greensboro, right? <laughs> yeah. How far is Greensboro from Duke? 
like forty five minutes. What, that's Durham. You're like forty five yeah. minutes to an hour. Because there's a lot of colleges right there in that pocket that for you can sure, check out. For show. So that'd probably for be sure. good for both of them. Make make that the family vacation thing. Trying to talk their mom and let me take them to Vegas or something, but you know, she on some other stuff. There's <laughs> a lot of kids can do in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? So because they need to go somewhere too. They need to get them out. Everybody need a little break. Nah, you know, but. Two year hiatus we didn't have. Yeah. But be safe. Like most importantly, y'all be it's wild out. Like right now, the energy in the world is not the best. Like it feels like everybody was locked hey. up for a year and now they getting out and just showing they right. you understand me. So mad shootings, mad shootings came back. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. So like be safe. Like yeah. like y'all think I'm playing, bro. My office hours from four to eight. So if y'all want to kick it with Will from four to eight, I'm open, bro. But after that, sun go down. If I'm not in a place where I have like sixty percent of control of what's going on, I'm not being there. So you're not gonna go out with us next weekend? Uh, what did you say? That was for five to nine. You said that was five. Oh, yeah, nine. I told you, I got you. Well, he just said eight was five time. to seven thirty. Well, I ain't staying the whole time though. Five to seven thirty. I told you. You know, it may get party time. Party time. And Zaddy McBailey may go hit these streets. It was just I was just seeing a video of him hitting. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we saw that. <laughs> hey, it didn't matter. They was in their K and G outfits, going crazy. <laughs> Sliding. I'm saying we didn't get a chance to talk today. How many minutes we got left? Uh, about five minutes. Five minutes, real quick. Get your son ready. I got it. So Kings Island has taken a. Uh, how y'all feel about some of these places now taking their their wages up per hour? And then you got case managers looking like man, we barely getting twelve dollars an hour. Man, that's but it's crazy. That's why a lot of these jobs are are struggling right now with hiring people. Yeah, yeah, because unemployment is. Well, yeah, that's man. that's even with that still like dwindling away. People are like, man, I'm not going there working for this amount. You got to pay me. People are starting to see they worth. I was arguing with my mom when she was down here. I was like, there's no way someone who's make working forty hours a week at a job turn around so eighty hours of pay period and not right there at the poverty line. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get two, three jobs just to break even. And the training is taking on your life. Where do you get those extra hours to process work on making yourself better? You know, I hate when people talk about, I'm on this grind. I'm on this grind. Mm -hmm. I'm getting all this money. And they got three jobs. You Are you really grinding when you just getting by? Right. I'm, by, I'm to this bag. And I'm just like, I want our people to start really thinking about entrepreneurship, really carving out some time daily, a week, whatever, a month, that you are trying to better yourself. Because you working for the men two, three jobs, you ain't doing nothing but breaking yourself down. Mm -hmm. And Ohio's an at-will state. So they ain't got to tell you why they letting you go. Man. But if Kings Island can talk about we're going to give these kids $18 an hour, then some of these mental health facilities and these other jobs that's, that want you to have a master's degree but, and certifications, this $11.50, $12 an hour is not good. No more. But so when I look at when I look at the $18 an hour, I really want to see how many hours are, are they allowing the kids to work. Yeah, that, first that's of all, a factor. Yeah, because first of all, Kings Island have cut their hours to 8 o'clock. They, right. they shut down at 8. So if I'm paying kids eight eight hours, $18 an hour and I'm only giving them four hours a day or four hours a shift. Like, So how long are they, they closing for? They're they doing it the till, no, like they, a few weeks. On June 10th, they're supposed to go back and rethink how to park safety and all that stuff in being. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Parents and their kids. 
public places. Dropping them off. Drop them off. Because people, right. our kids are out here setting up fights via social media, bro. It's crazy. It is. Man, I heard that, um, what is it, suburban Christian. Uh, I mean, either way. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> either way, it's still a, it it's still a mess. But nah. Oh, oh. We ready for that music? What you got? What, you got something? Taking us out? Mm-mm. Are you, what's up, bro? You coming up tomorrow? We starting tomorrow? Oh, uh, tomorrow I'm not. What, we doing Tuesday and Wednesday? Well, I do two. Tomorrow, my brother and, uh, his, his his guy they cooking uh they got this their first night okay yeah 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 it's at six thirty I didn't know I it's cool. I was actually gonna tell you that it's cool but no Tuesday for sure all right we we'll get it popping yeah yeah Tony gonna be fit for the way <laughs> man come train with me bro I got you uh, not after what we just saw but um <laughs> oh. with that being said Dang. we'll see y'all next week I ain't never not got what I wanted <laughs> hint hint. Man, that's deep. <laughs> Why you hit so hard? <laughs> Peace.